Well, again, maybe just focusing on our first reading and also on our psalm, I'd like to speak about St. Pius X. I like this opening prayer that we have uh, for him. It says, O God, who to safeguard the Catholic faith and to restore all things in Christ, filled Pope St. Pius X with heavenly wisdom and apostolic fortitude. Apostolic fortitude. Uh, the virtue of fortitude, the virtue of, of interior strength, of inner strength of person, very, very important uh, virtue and very rare, I think, very rare, especially in, um, I think, Western civilization because we have, physically, we have things so good. Uh, we've got adequate food, we've got adequate shelter, um, and things are pretty good in terms of our physical comforts. And I think that that can lead to a kind of a mental weakness, uh, more so than, than maybe in, in other countries. Um, but it, but in any event, it, whatever country you're in, whatever time period you're living in, it's a very important virtue. So if you take someone like uh, St. Pius X in his day, the early 20th century, he was coming against a lot of stuff. There was so many, you know, so many things going on in his day, as there is today. But he was dealing with, um, I mean, the papacy was essentially under siege uh, by the Italian government. Okay, I don't know exactly. I, I think that the, the concordant between um, Italy and the Holy See was worked out after Pius X's day. Pius, and so therefore Pius X was almost kind of like a prisoner, so to speak, you know, in the Vatican for the entirety of his of his papacy. And so... You know, he's under this pressure from, from the government that's surrounding him politically for the entire course of his ministry. And yet at the same time, he's issuing encyclicals and he's leading the worldwide church very effectively. And in the European universities, there were lots and lots of theology professors who were starting to indulge in a lot of theological error. And so he's known for combating um, what's called modernism. It's too much to get into, but in any event, it was a real problem uh, in, the, in the academies and the universities, Catholic pontifical universities. So he had his work cut out for him, and he needs apostolic fortitude. He needed apostolic fortitude, and, and God gave it to him. Um, he was always very cool, very calm, very collected, never you know, got angry or disturbed, or his feathers were never ruffled, and yet he was under such intense pressure. And I think today, too, of the Holy Father, Pope Francis, the kind of pressure that that someone like him must be under, especially given modern means of media communication, the social media platforms. Everybody's connected to everybody. The whole world, their eyes are on you. So can you imagine he's responsible for 1.2 billion Catholics? That's like a seventh or whatever of the world's population. He's, he's responsible really to the entire world because the, the world looks to the Catholic Church as an example, as kind of a moral compass. Whether they like it or not, they do, okay? And, uh, and then of course with the abuse scandal going on, all the problems of terrorism and the terrorism has created a massive immigration problem. People move, immigrating across Africa and from Africa to Europe, and this is a huge problem. So, you know, I'm naming three of probably ten huge issues that are going on today, and the kind of stress that the Pope 
could potentially be under. He needs an incredible amount of fortitude, of apostolic fortitude, like St. Pius X. So we, we should definitely pray for him. Um, the media scrutiny is unbelievable. You know, can you imagine every, every news outlet? I was just on, the, I, I followed the BBC, I looked at the BBC yesterday. Top story at international news, the BBC is the Pope and the Pope's letter. He just wrote a letter yesterday actually to all the faithful concerning the, the sex abuse scandal. So, you know, the kind of media pressure that's on him is, is amazing. Uh, what about us in our own lives? How do we, how do we become mentally strong? Well, we don't become mentally strong by thinking like the King of Tyre here that you're a god. <laughs> so, so it's the exact opposite. So if you, if you want real strength, don't think that you're basically the strongest thing in the world. Admit that you're a weak human being. Okay? And that's what the King of Tyre had a hard time doing because he was so wise and he was so economically Successful in the, in the leading of his country, he thought he was like, you know, the, the, the greatest thing ever. And, uh, and then the prophet is reminded him, no, you'll die like a man, you will die. So, it's only God who has ultimate power in that sense, and we need to recognize that. So first, if we recognize who's the truly powerful one, that is God, can we then be in a position to receive some kind of strength? And there's no doubt about it, Fortitude is a virtue that belongs to us. I mean, it really does. It's proper to the human person for whoever has that virtue. Okay. Nonetheless, the entire human person is still totally, radically dependent upon God. Every moment of our existence, God, if he just ceased willing us to exist, we, we would just disappear. Okay. So we're so dependent upon God. And so all our virtue, whatever of it that we have, is totally dependent on God. So we've got to look to God first and foremost. Um, other little things is, we, you know, we oftentimes we give people power over our emotions. And it's a really bad thing that we do. I, I don't know, for if I had a dollar bill for how many times I've heard friends and family and myself as well say things like, My boss drives me nuts. My mother-in-law makes me so mad. Like, your mother-in-law makes you mad? She has a lot of power over you, let me tell you. Like, you, I, I don't have the power to come to any one of you and actually make you feel a certain way. Alright? I can be annoying or I can do something that you don't like and I can influence your feelings, but ultimately I can't, like, reach into your heart and control your emotions. So we give people the power to reach into our heart and to push our buttons and to control our emotions. And uh, even as much as that's a free choice of ours, it's also a free choice of ours to say, you know what, I'm not going to let these people have power over me to influence how I feel. I'm responsible for my own feelings. And I'm going to take control of them. And I'm not going to give my power away. So that's, a, that's another really major aspect of what it is to be mentally strong and to have fortitude. Someone like the Holy Father really needs that, okay? You know, if you've got huge people, I mean, we're talking hundreds of thousands of people who can criticize you on Twitter <laughs> or whatever it is, you know, you've really got to know who you are. You really got to be possessed of your, you know, of yourself and of self-mastery and, and really not be easily swayed by people's opinions because you're a target. 
But it's true for any of us. You know, we all we all can be targets of the people in our immediate circle of, uh, of interaction and life. Uh, but so, just to kind of recap things, first and foremost, God is strong, we're not. When we recognize that, we can actually become strong. And then secondly, let's not give our power away. Uh, we have free will, and ultimately we are responsible for our feelings uh, and our emotions, and, and, and not those uh, with whom we come into contact.